Photography has become an essential part of the marketing world. It is something that you cannot leave out. And it's something that we wanted to talk about today because it actually is one of Jay's largest passions. But I think it's easily overlooked. Oh, absolutely. It's left out, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, there's a lot of authenticity that comes from from the photography side of things. Uh, but it's, it's overlooked a lot. This is Marketing Breakthrough. Whether you've been at it for years in your job, you own your own company, you're crushing the side hustle, or you're just getting started, outside perspective is crucial. I'm Jay. And I'm India. And it's time for a breakthrough experience in your marketing journey. Let's get to it. When you think about commercial photography, most people tend to think about having to hire someone in a big studio and they're, you know, taking photos of like a bowl of cereal or something for some commercial packaging, or, you know, maybe they're using uh, these tiny little uh, setups to then create like much, it, it looks really big, but it's actually just this small little thing that's done in a studio. And not to say, I mean, that absolutely is commercial photography, but there's something that's so much more, especially since the world of social media has come about. And, you know, no longer is commercial photography only used in, you know, on TV or in magazines or, you know, billboards, that kind of thing. But it's used constantly in the social media world. And, you know, before commercial photography, you didn't need as many photos. Uh, maybe you had a website and you would need some photos for there. But now the there is such a huge increase in need for authentic photos of your product or your service or your team or your office, all those things in order to have a well-rounded strategy for your brand. And I think that, you know, I love what you said is that it, it can be overlooked really easily. And we forget that one of the biggest pieces of a successful marketing strategy is to have authenticity and to make sure that we also have that consistency. Maybe if you could talk about how your passion for photography has shaped that mindset and helped you know, like, no, we need to do more. I think my excitement and passion for photography, it probably stems and started from more more so from a, a personal standpoint, mm. <clears throat> um, taking pictures of the kids and mm -hmm. being able to <clears throat> collect memories with them. And so uh, one of the things that uh, I'll, I'll speak on the personal side of things for a moment, and then we'll go into the, we'll go I further into the, the commercial side of things. Um, but really, I, I've always... I've always seen pictures and I've looked back on pictures and a lot, one thing that we don't have as much of anymore is people that actually print out photos. Um, we have some family members that are really good at that, but like people used to print out photos and put them into a photo album and now it's all digital and it, we don't have the same way to flip through pages of photos, but I would look through... Um, I would look through these photo albums at my grandparents' home, and my grandma was really good at at printing out photos and 
having them developed more accurately and then putting them into an album and and we could go through and look and there would be there would be albums dedicated to each of the grandkids and and we'd be able to go through and look and i remember seeing these pictures and it would it would spark memories and it would spark moments in my life where i could remember exactly where i was and i do have i think i have a pretty vivid memory and anyway, and so these photos would then spark that that memory of where I was, what I was wearing, like all the way back to like, you know, five, six, eight, ten years old, and what I was wearing, what it smelled like, what we ate that day, where we went, the stores that we were into. And and so that became that was fun for me. So I've always had a high value on photos and and then the value of being able to look back in time and compare things, um, you know, where where your kids are as, you know, as a three-year-old versus a 13-year-old or something. Um, but, but reliving those memories through that photo. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times one of the things that people talk about is, spend time in the moment and they'll and i think people that have people that are trying to be more connected and are trying to be we'll call it less disconnected they'll say well i have to be in the moment mm-hmm. we should put our phones down and be in the moment stop taking pictures and be in the moment whereas for me it helps me to remember that moment for so much longer mm-hmm. and i can i can grab a hold of those photos and i can relive that moment over and over and over. And videos are, are kind of the same way. Um, I, there's something about the still photo that's that's so captivating and so intriguing. And so my love for it came from being able to relive moments. And that has led into the commercial side of things and working on... Uh, on job sites and with clients in a way and in an effort to capture what they're doing Mm -hmm. and harness those moments in their company's career and be able to to hold on to those things those those things that they did or some of the people that were on their team at the time or um you know celebrating certain certain victories and certain milestones and and being able to yeah i guess to just being able to look back and 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 relive those moments and so that's where that's where it started mm-hmm. that's where it came from well i mean you uh, my favorite part is that when you go to you know to a job site or to go take uh commercial photos or even i'm you you just posted about this recently was you had i i walked outside and i found you in the dark uh, with a bike and a fog machine and uh, like that had a light that would shine and you were taking photos of this of this bike for a client and it was um, it was really weird <laughs> but then it was also really really cool when I figured out what you were doing and I thought man I would never think to do that and I think that that speaks to you know our different strengths and last week we were talking about strengths finder 2.0 and how you know we we complement each other and 
I don't have what you have when it comes to art and specifically photography. And for me, everything is so mathematic and how, you know, I can, I can copy something. I can see how people are supposed to stand for posing and I can, I can direct in that way. But when it comes to thinking like, oh, I'm going to take a photo of this because I love this perspective. It never, I only have the perspective from which I am standing in that situation. And so if I was to take a picture of like a building, I would just take a picture from right where I was standing and I would never think anything different. Um, but then there's you who, one of my favorite photos, and it's always been, actually, I think you also did a drone video at the same time, was a, an apartment building that was just framed and, or maybe it was even just a house. I can't remember, but it was only framing and you had taken photos that were, it was, how do I explain this? It was something that you would never normally see in your day-to-day life unless you were working at that job site and you had built that type of building. And it was so visually captivating. I mean, you look at it and you're like, wow, like I can't stop looking at this. And it was just, it was amazing because it was a completely new perspective and one of the the drone video I remember was the drone itself was in the center of this building and it was on the ground and then it flew straight up through mm-hmm. the levels. And then you watched as, you know, from the camera's perspective, you watched as these, um, this framing like flew by the screen and it was just like, whoa, what is that? And you couldn't not watch it. I mean, it was just incredible. And I thought, see, this is the difference between you and me. I would never think to do that. And that's something you're just like, oh, it's just how I thought. And I think that that, that, in my opinion, is what makes a a photographer to be able to have people refer to as like having the eye, you know, and you can have have the tiger. Yeah. Some would say. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. Um, But to have a. I'm a survivor. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) To have a different perspective on uh, whether it's portraits or landscape photos or commercial photography or whatever is that you offer a unique perspective because you are Jay. And I think that it's really easy for people to, especially when you're not a photographer to assume that, Oh, that person's a photographer. They can take family photos or they can take portraits. Mm -hmm. And now you and I both know it's like portraits are not your thing. You're not a huge fan of that. You especially don't like, um, you know, posing people or telling them what to do. And so in the past, we've had to do portraits or, um, you know, just like helping somebody out. And you're like, India, I need you to come and help me like position people. And so we'll do that. And and then it, it, it's amazing. Because and the difference is, <clears throat> so you have portraits, which are, are staged, highly mm-hmm. staged. And I'm not good at telling people what to do, where to stand, how to look, how to smile, how to, you know, whatever it is. Um and I'm not good at saying like, hey, you're like the way that that shirt's falling, falling. It doesn't, it's not flattering. Or, oh my gosh. Best example should- ever was we just did some photos with a girl in a dress. And I was like, hey, the way you're standing right now, you look pregnant. And yeah. Jay, you were like, I would never say that. I wouldn't say that. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to move to a different <laughs> angle so that it doesn't look like that. Yeah. And, and so, and that's like... 
that's the difficulty for me. And so I really like taking the candid photos mm -hmm. and the photos where, no, like just carry on. I mean, anytime I go on, go to a job site, um, any of the clients that we've worked with is I just go into there and I say, don't mind me. Like it's the most, it, sometimes it's the most awkward thing. And one of the things that I love taking photos of is uh, on construction job sites. And I, and I go and we, we've done that intentionally to get certain pictures of certain employees and things. Sometimes it's just um, an all-inclusive, we'll get pictures of whoever's there. Um, but the, the problem, the thing that we've uh, run into is like I'll go to this job site and I'll have to get a picture of a certain person. And the reason that most construction workers get into construction is because they don't want their picture taken. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, and they didn't go into it like, Hey, maybe this is a, an avenue of career that I could go into without having my picture taken. It's just, they're behind the scenes people mm -hmm. for the most part. And so most of them are like, why in the world is there a camera here? Mm -hmm. Add that to the fact that usually cameras are, um, carried by people who are like the inspectors and the the authorities, um, <laughs> which which makes them not love me being around, mm -hmm. um, especially if they don't know me. Um, but I really like that that work in progress candid photo. Portraits are very staged, and it takes a lot of work. It takes a, a high skill. I can do them, but it takes a lot of work and a high level of skill from a portrait photographer to make you look relaxed mm -hmm. and make you look like they're not posed. In the same way that an actor, like people people who who haven't tried acting think, well, you know, how how hard can their life be? How difficult is it to make a movie? Well, the difference between a good actor and not good actor is that the good actor doesn't seem like they're acting, mm -hmm. but that's their acting. And, and so anyway, um, a photographer will kind of help to do similar things of help put people at ease, help people put people at rest. And so my favorite thing though, is the, the candid, I want the work in progress, the stuff happening. I want, you know, uh, and, and I try really hard to get like multiple photos so that I can, so that I can have good facial expressions. Cause I don't ever want photos to like embarrass anybody. I don't want photos to, uh, I don't want photos that are incriminating, right? We want to make sure that people are, are thrilled with the pictures that we take. Um, but I am trying to capture that different perspective. So mm -hmm. even you mentioned that, that house and I'm, I'm going back to, I never got to take final photos once the house was completed but multiple stages i have the drone flying up from the exact same spot of the house mm. and pictures of the exact same and so the progress of how how things uh move forward and so um yeah it is uh it is different because i i don't think of it as i'm thinking differently about the photos mm -hmm. but in the same way we referenced strengths finder last week and one of my strengths is strategic. And in that, it says, like, this can't be taught. This is something, the way that you think about things is just different than other people think about things. And so for me, I'm like, well, yeah, it just makes sense. Like, I would, I just don't want to take the, the picture that everybody else 
takes. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've said for for a while to different clients and networking events is that people don't hire me because of what I can do. There's a lot of people that can pack around a camera. There's a lot of people that can take video. There's a lot of people that can do certain things. Um, but people hire me because of what I see, mm-hmm. not because of what I can do. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I I was thinking about how, um, you know, how you had gotten started and, you know, before we dive into that, I, I wanted to touch on that authenticity and maybe you can speak to why is authenticity so important when it comes to a brand, uh, which is something that you like as a marketer, you already know this. So yes, authenticity is important, but mm-hmm. even more, I want to take it a, a step further or deeper and, you know, speaking to why it's so important to have authentic commercial photography also on your social media. Hmm. Authenticity. Authenticity is so important because people want to know you. Mm-hmm. People want to fall in love with you. Most of the time, not in a weird way, but people want to <laughs> fall in love with you. And we had an episode called Turning Followers into Fans. Mm-hmm. And that is a piece of the equation. Authentic photos speaks to who you are. And more than just what you sell, which I think is yes. important to note. Yeah. And it speaks to the culture that you have created. So if you can, for example, if you are trying to sell, let's say, whether it's a product or a service, and you are trying to hire people, then your goal is to sell both the product, the service, and your internal environment. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is obviously just one example, but if you have pictures and you don't want them to be fake, you really want them to be authentic and real. But if you have pictures of people loving working with you and loving being in that office environment and smiling and happy, something about there's something about a photo that puts somebody into that moment. We referenced this about the Peloton commercial. Um, when when Peloton had done that, they used a vertical self-shot video in a in a TV commercial, which doesn't fit within the the parameters of a TV screen. There's a lot of black space, and the reason that they do that is because it puts you into that. So when you see people in an environment, say an office space, and there's um, you've got your admin team, and there's like three people that are. Um, two people looking at a computer, one person's working on that same computer and they're smiling and they're interacting and they're collaborating. It puts you into that space and it makes you go, oh, I bet I could work with that team. Mm -hmm. I bet I could work with them really well. Or somebody designing something and you go, oh man, I've always wanted to be an architect. Yeah, that could be me. And photos have so much more power than I think we ever give them credit. And in a lot of ways, I think they have more power than we ever will give them credit for. But there's something, there is something about about a, a well a well taken photo, and having high quality photos, there is room within your social media, within your marketing, for um, 
authentic on a different side. Authentic being iPhone photos mm-hmm. or iPhone or phone photos, phone videos. There's room for those. Because it's real. Mm-hmm. But the high quality stuff is what people will aspire to. And in... Well, yeah. so just because I want to pause you here is in when you're thinking about keeping up with marketing trends and you're trying to make sure that your brand is something that is, you know, like cutting edge or at least is relevant um, because there's a combination of both yeah. is uh, the marketing trends. There's a big push for virtual reality. And, you know, we saw with um, 2020 that there was this desire to be anywhere but at home. And we were all stuck at home and you just could not wait to escape that world and just get back to real life. And so businesses, what we started seeing was that brands were creating or offering a virtual reality or um, artificial reality type uh, option when it came mm-hmm. to their their branding or their campaigns. Yeah. And I mean, the, the easiest one, most people have seen it. it. I don't believe it was released just in 2020. I think it came out the year prior. But um, Amazon was allowing you to put a couch or a piece of furniture into your home just by holding up your phone and then you could place it in that spot and see what it would look like. And I mean, it was awesome, but it allowed people that experience where it was like, it was becoming real, even though they knew it wasn't. And so in the same way, when you're talking about the power of photos is that when you're, when you're showing off your business, whether it's through a smartphone image or video or, you know, the professional photos is you're in a way allowing people to cross through or use their phone as a bridge or look through a window or, you know, however, whatever analogy you want to choose is that they then are, like you had said, in that space or they're able to experience it, see what it's like. And people don't want to buy into something anymore unless they know what to expect or what that experience will be like, whether it's that product or service. It um, specifically speaks to trust. Yeah, <clears throat> because people people want to people want want to experience what other people are experiencing, which is the reason which is the reason that so many people live vicariously through the the influencers that they follow on on Instagram or YouTube is because I want to live that life that they're that they're showing right and in the same way when you're trying to advocate to bring people into your business whether to buy your product service or work with you it's you're wanting them to to experience what you experience and you're working to provide a you know a, a great environment um, I was uh, I think back to the there's an episode of of suits where where there's the an article that comes out talking about how they their their firm ranks really low on on the uh the value quality of life um in in that sense and uh <clears throat> if you haven't seen it like Lewis Litt is in charge of the the first years and and they're coming in and he takes a lot of pride in making their lives completely miserable (laughs) but somebody leaked the information the truth that he made their lives miserable and so they ranked really low so then uh, it talks about how harvard wasn't going to let them um 
basically, you know, pull law students for their firm from from the school anymore because quality of life was so low. And so he went to to the associates and he said, "All right, you need to um, change this. You need to correct this." And they asked, "Well, do you want us to lie?" And he's like, "Well, if you want a job." You need to make them believe something else. So we're not asking you to, you know, the, the goal isn't to lie through that commercial photography. The goal is to is to showcase what you're already doing. And, Ooh, and especially what you're already good at. And what you're already good at. And, and you want, if you have that environment, we work with people that have quality of life on on lockdown in their, their company culture. They're so good at what they do at loving their employees at at celebrating their wins at um at talking people up and building people up and encouraging people it's really and, easy to market for them and so yeah, yeah it's really easy to showcase what those brands are doing mm-hmm. it's really easy to showcase why you would want to work for those brands so if that's you you know in sense of commercial photography use that mm-hmm. go big and so anyway i want to bring and i want to bring this all all back around to commercial photography because what my job is is to capture what you're already doing um and already doing well and india i want to i want to ask you to speak to real quick what's the difference between just photography and commercial photography oh um well, regular photography and commercial photography, there's so when you are a photographer and you're selling that service is there's a lot of licensing um, fees that are in addition to, you know, just the service itself. Commercial photography is photos that will then make you money. They advertise a brand and they're used in a uh, in a commercial sense uh, to then be done in any sort of advertisement or, um, you know, used on social media to help build up a business's brand, um, that sort of thing. And then there's photography that's um, just used for personal use. Um, and so like thinking about how my, you know, my area is websites um, and graphic design. If I'm trying to buy, like if we're using stock photos, which we can talk about that another day on my opinion of stock photos. But if I have to um, use them, there's a big difference between, you know, Adobe stock and buying a, you know, a $30 license for one photo and using it, using it for personal use versus having to spend two to $500, depending on the photo for a, uh, commercial use. And that's just some photos like that. That's just regular stock photos. That's not anything fancy. Um, you know, if you're working for, uh, if you are a, uh, a photographer that's trying to take photos of, of celebrities, for example, and you're, you know, putting them up. I can't even think of the name of the website, but the, if, um, a magazine or something is buying those photos, I mean, they're spending way more than that. But the point is that they're buying those photos to then sell magazines. And so in the same way is that, uh, if you're a business and you're looking to, uh, get a commercial photographer, you have to expect that it's going to cost significantly more than, you know, your family photos from last week, uh, mm. because it's going to make you money. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just the difference is photos that are going to make you money versus photos that are going to hang on your wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, but ultimately like the goal is to capture your brand mm-hmm. is to harness who your company is, what you're doing, who you're celebrating you know, who you are. And, and I think the best part about that is just being able to, um, 
being able to capture great photos that it, that then you know the owner of the of the company the the managers are able to look back on and a lot of times we don't necessarily use these photos uh, within a couple of years but how cool would it be to be able to look back on a a series of photos that your company has um, that your company has taken, uh, that your company has acquired over the course of 10 years and being able to say, wow, like, you know, this guy still works for us. Mm-hmm. Look at when he was, when he started as just, you know, an 18 year old kid. And now he's 28, he's got a family, all that stuff. Or to be able to look back and say, man, remember that project? That was a terrible project. <laughs> um, sure, I'm glad that we're done with that. Or to look back and say, man, that's one of the coolest things that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. That's one of the greatest, the greatest, you know, uh, products that we've ever sold or one of the, the greatest things that we've ever constructed. And, and having that just as that's one small piece mm-hmm. of having um, of having photography, but but well, I oh, just yeah. wanted to touch on like how why this has become something that's so like almost near and dear, right? You yeah. think about like photography, and especially for our story and how mm-hmm. we have come from you know doing completely different things to then now with marketing and why photography, not only why it's important, but then also how you, Jay, got into it. And thinking that, you know, we, (laughs) you know, every time we go on a family vacation, I'm with the kids and I'm just like wrangling them and I'm trying so hard to get everything right. And you're like, hey, let's, I want to take some pictures. I'm like, oh, come on, like, let's get this over with. And I get annoyed by it. And you know that. (laughs) And it drives you crazy. But then, afterward like you know we home from the trip and you're going through the photos and i'm like man i'm so glad you took photos and i say it every time yeah well i think my big thing has become you'll you'll never look back and regret like say i remember it clicked in my head one time when we were coming we were walking down a uh a ramp from a stadium where we had just watched a supercross race and I thought, oh, we should stop and take a picture while we're here or take, uh, run in and take a picture of the, with the track behind us. And I thought, nah, it's a, it's a little bit of extra time. We won't do that. And then that's when it clicked, and I've used it ever since, is when will you ever look back and regret the 10, 15, 60 seconds that you spent to take that photo? Mm-hmm. Probably never, because you'll look back at that photo and you'll remember the stories of that day. Now, you also may look back at a, a photo and remember the negative stories of a day. But at the same time, I just don't think that that photo is going to be a significant enough period of time that you're ever going to regret it. You might be thankful for it. Hopefully, you'll be thankful for it. Um, you might feel neutral and kind of ambivalent about it, but I don't know that you'll ever regret having taken the photo. Mm-hmm. And And so... Like right now, what we're getting ready to launch next week is, um, and it's it'll be five days from when this episode comes out. Is we're launching a, a photography course, and we're I'm going to teach people how to use their DSLR from automatic to the automatic setting to the manual setting, and and I believe so passionately in this because I I think there are so many memories that we do end up missing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people miss memories and moments with their families. Um, 
or in their in their jobs because they're you know maybe they're looking at their phones a lot of times in their jobs that's less of a thing but like you know hanging out on family vacations and things unfortunately like we're glued to our phones we're looking at our phone and what i want to get what i i'd love to encourage people with is to take pictures with their camera or their phone that's completely fine it doesn't really matter but being able to grab a camera and take a photo not on an automatic setting it creates such uh, an an impactful depth to that photo mm-hmm. and there's so much well, more suddenly it becomes vibrant unique. Yeah. yeah it's unique um one of the pieces to that that i'll touch on much more in the course is depth of field and so there's a, a little number, a little uh, reading on your, your camera. There's an adjustment. So it's it's F slash, and it's called the F stop. It's aperture. And basically, it's it's adjusting how much light is let in. But at the same time, it's adjusting the depth of field. So uh, the more light that is that is let in, the deeper the the more the depth of field the deeper the depth of field is and so and then as you're letting let less light in the more that you just have no depth of field and you can see everything so if you're if you're shooting a photo like um of a of a person standing on a beach and you've got say an island behind them uh that's hundreds of feet away or you know a mile away if you have if that f stop is a large number then it'll make it look like everything is in focus the the human is in focus the island is in focus the water is in focus and that's pretty much what your phone would do on the automatic setting that's pretty much what the camera would do on an automatic setting in order to to take it all in well when you're able to adjust that you can lower that f-stop increase that depth of field you can get the subject, the human, in focus, and you can have the island and the water blur behind them. And and it creates a photo that you want to look at longer. Mm-hmm. It's more intriguing. It's less, um, it's less basic and less generic, and it becomes a little bit more personal. And so anyway, we're getting ready to teach this class. There will be people in this course that are, uh, that are, wanting to use their cameras for personal use there's people that want to use their cameras for business use Mm -hmm. and and it doesn't really matter um but i think that it's an important skill to have i think that it's fun to be able to use i think it's fun to be able to play with and do i use my camera for everything no (laughs) i use my phone for for a lot of photos and um there's a an old adage that's that says that the best camera is the one that you have mm-hmm. and and it's true if i don't have my if i don't have my camera with me then i'll use my phone to just grab a photo well i can speak to this too is because my photos that i take with my phone versus your photos with your phone we have almost the same phone and it i mean there is no comparison like yes i take tons of automatic photos i mean it's just nothing but then you you're playing with the settings and then you also have that unique perspective that you're using that you use in your you know professional world and like taking photo and i'm just referring to photos of our kids or just the day-to-day personal life is the photos that you take are just so much better than mine (laughs) they're so unique they're so great yeah um (laughs) but then i think that i want to point out here is that with that photo course it is valuable because you are not only 
learning a skill that can help you in that personal sense with taking photos. Because if you're interested in the course, you already see the value of the photos. It's already something that, that you're interested in. But if you're, um, if you're learning this skill, it's something that can uh, increase your value in a professional sense when it comes to commercial photography. And that's why we, we wanted to kind of wrap these together today is recognizing that, you know, if you're working on a, on a marketing team or you're able to contribute, maybe you're managing the social media and you have to, you have a, or you already take photos with your, with your phone, but maybe you know that there is a need for more professional photography. And if you had that skill, and maybe you already have a camera. Maybe you need to, um, you know, talk to your boss about getting a camera. I don't know. But having that skill allows you to say, no, I I am more valuable. I have this ability. We need to be taking photos that are going to show us off as being more relevant, more up to date, but then also way more authentic. And to update not only your social media, but also maybe it's your Google listing, stuff like that. And like, we need to be showing off where our business office is located and what that, what it looks like and what the experience will be for somebody that's showing up. And, you know, if you're working on a larger team and you're wanting to be able to contribute more, if you're able to have a, a new skill, it allows you the opportunity to say, no, I, I want to raise, I want to be able to do more stuff. I want to be able to have a greater, uh, amount of control on this upcoming project. And it, it just being able to learn a new skill and not just photography. This is something that we've been passionate about for years is increasing your own personal skill on something, whether you're self-taught or you take a class or whatever it's, it is so important because then you're not just staying the same. The world is changing, especially the world of marketing constantly. And so to be able to increase what you can offer as a person in the marketing world, it will allow you to keep your job or grow into something new or start your own business. Who knows what it is, but it just, it increases your value. Yeah. I think it just allows you to go in and do different things and if you have an opportunity to to take photos at your work and you know maybe you don't even get um you don't get a raise for it but maybe it's an, uh, an opportunity that you can practice and build your photography skill um in your portfolio for yeah. the for the time being and just allows you to to work on it there so um i mean commercial photography is is something that that i'm passionate about it's one of the things that i absolutely love doing that i don't want to uh, stop doing at, at any point soon. And, uh, that I've had a lot of fun learning because there's, there's always new opportunities and there's certain things that, uh, can be taken and, uh, or certain photos that can be taken and certain photos that can be, be improved on and everything. And, um, no, I'm really excited about, uh, about commercial photography as a whole and just being able to capture moments that other people would never see within a, a brand. And so, um, yeah, if you're interested in, in signing up for that class, let me know. It's called the auto to manual camera course. And, uh, we're going to be starting that, uh, with, I mean, just under a week of when this comes out, but we will be starting another one, um, shortly after that. So, uh, if you're interested, just send us a message and let us know, and we would love to include you in that. And, um, hopefully, you know, we can continue to, to build photography skills together. So, mm -hmm. Marketing Breakthrough is a resource hub 
designed to provide a fresh perspective and tools to implement your next breakthrough idea. To access other resources or book a coaching one-on-one with India or myself, check out marketingbreakthrough.co.